0: Uh, welcome, welcome, welcome. Welcome to the and Gold Knuckleheads podcast. And as always, sitting right over there is my main man, Reggie. What's going on, Reggie? And you notice, know man. <laughs> What's going on, Ken? I don't even know what that's supposed to mean, but uh, I'm, I'm out of the loop on that one. No, that's old school. And you notice, know man.
1: What was it Chris, Chris Tucker? Come
0: on, Ken. Or from Friday or just in one of his stand up
1: or uh, what? You know, I'll be honest, I don't know what movie it was from. It was just part of his thing. And then Jackie Chan. Or I, something, I think it was from one know. of his movies, yeah. you know, that he he did the and I'm not even gonna try to high pitch Chris Tucker, <laughs> but it was
0: it was and you know this, man. Uh, he had a he had a lot of stuff. i did. I'm am i I'm, I'm a Chris Tucker fan, no doubt. But I don't know that So <laughs> maybe, maybe if I heard Chris Tucker say it I'm like, oh yeah, I remember where you said that from
1: Yeah, that's probably what it is You yeah. need Chris to actually say yeah, it Because yeah. I am not about to do it <laughs> But it's all good but
0: We're not even on topic here But man, Chris Tucker when he did uh, Def Jam shh, Def Comedy Jam Yeah, him, him and uh, the late, great Mac Bernie Mac ah. Uh, Oh, yeah. and on the on the on the same one, man. That was that was greatness, <laughs> well, man. The early of,
1: days. First of all, Def Comedy Jam was one of those generational type uh, television shows. Yes, man. yes, yes. I mean, th- th- tel- Def Comedy Jam was for the late late night. Right, you can't right. <laughs> you can't just be up late to watch right, that. You right, better right, be right. up late late because what well,
0: that wasn't it, on regular TV. That was like HBO it, or Showtime it, or
1: something. It was, but yeah. it, it was even for. For the grown folks, it wasn't because boy, that
0: was some raw stuff. So that it, was, yeah, that was.
1: <laughs> that's and, what I mean.
0: And, 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 and catching all these guys in in the early days, I know there were people pro- that probably knew them, but for a lot of times, that was people's first exposure to these. A lot of them what turned into legendary. Oh, for sure. Uh, comics, man, for sure. Yeah. And that's what I mean
1: by that. it was the grown folks, grown
0: folks yes, show because yes. you
1: you couldn't just be. They would say some stuff on there that would make. <laughs> Grown folks be like, what? Yeah, or is, or, is, or is the old people say, clutching your pearls.
0: Yeah, you be, cause you better you better get the kids out of here. <laughs> I don't what, what. Hey, hey, I told you to go to bed half hour ago. Yeah,
1: you know? <laughs> I mean, but I loved it, man. I loved it. Yes, loved *Def yes, yes. Comedy Jam*, man. And Martin being the, the host of yes, that show. That's right. That's
0: right. Martin Lawrence, you know, that was my boy. Man, he would, he would tear people up too, man. The audience, and oh, oh my god. Anyway,
1: <laughs> anyway,
0: but back. Moving forward in time, uh, coming off uh, the sting of losing to Detroit last week. Yep. Uh, I mean, any loss is a sting, but when when you lay an egg like we did in the first half, that's what that's what made it so bad, right? Well, it was bad because we lost. That's what I'm saying. Any any loss is bad. Yeah. But when you look back you immediately, go, Shh, man, if we could have done in the second half what we did in the first half, yeah, you know, it would have been a, been a, been a game. But, yeah, uh, but yeah, we could cut have man, and I, I will. We don't need to rehash it, but you know, we're turning the page now yeah. and and moving on to our first NFC East game this year. But, but before before we move to that, yeah, I I went back and I listened to
1: uh, to our podcast on our uh, review of that game, and uh, it was pretty obvious you and I were deflated. I mean, the, en- the energy, even on the podcast. Oh, the the post game, yes. I mean I know you you were under the weather a little bit right but my energy was just kind of a little bit of a frustration with the game I think our energy was was flat on that and it, it showed but it was a, it was a combination of you, you know you're not feeling well and just the deflation of of um of how the team just came out flat and just didn't play well and uh, but we've removed we've removed from it at this point and uh, and so to your point we're on on to uh, Philadelphia Right. And uh, the Philly fans are ready, man.
0: Ready. You saw the the thing with the billboard? Yeah, yeah. For people that didn't uh, see the billboard, uh, they Philly fans or Philadelphia, the, the team or whoever put it up, what did it say?
1: Something along the lines of basically they want to come and it says, Carson, we're coming to see you We're coming soon. to see you. Yeah, something. Yeah. We're and coming for you. Yeah, there was a said. number yeah. on there. And basically they're trying to promote people to uh, buy tickets and go down and uh, fill up FedEx Field. Right. And – you know, not being from the East Coast, I know that
0: Philadelphia is not very far, but I don't know what. Oh, it's three hours, maybe. Okay, you know, it's it's here to from a Dallas perspective. It's, it's Dallas to Austin. Okay, it, you know, see, it's not that, even down to Houston. It's yeah, Dallas Austin.
1: Yeah, that's nothing, right? A little right. three hour drive from here to Austin is no big deal for us. So, so yeah, so they're talking about trying to get people to drive down the FedEx Field uh, to our home game and just take over our stadium. Right. And I'm really, really hoping that the uh, excitement from the first home game week one against uh Jacksonville that we'll have a repeat and not allow Philadelphia to take over our stadium
0: yeah uh, there's definitely going to be Philly fans there I oh, think. No, no doubt but no doubt. uh yeah hopefully the the Washington fans are, are are bringing it like they did to your point in the first game yeah yeah we don't need a Philly
1: takeover on our uh on our home turf Cause, yeah because I think Carson man needs to you know when, when when you know we don't need Philly fans in our stadium in the event our offense does something bad, Carson or anyone else, and it feels like a road game in Philly. We, we need that to feel like a home game. So right. So right. I hope the folks over in the uh,
0: D.C. area, man, I hope they show up and show up big. Right, right. And we talked about this when we were looking at the schedule. Uh, we looked, and you know, to be honest, we thought that we would, at this point, would be 2-0, and playing Detroit and playing Jacksonville. I no idea. Yeah. And so <laughs> we, we commented that the, that the schedule set up well, that when we play Philadelphia, there was going to be a tough game, obviously, that we were catching Philadelphia for the first time with Carson Wentz, having a couple games under our belt, and playing the first one at home would be how we would want it. Correct. And, and it is still how we want it. Unfortunately, we're going to the game one and one.
1: Right. And we're coming, not only 1-1, one one, but we're coming off of a game that uh, that was not very good for the team, right? It's not like we lost, we barely won the game, or we lost it last second. I mean, the team just didn't look well, didn't look very good um, against Detroit. And uh, so there's a lot of question marks um, about the team, at, at least from some of the fans. I should say the Twitter the Twitter fan base is, is doing a lot of questioning. And, and I don't understand, personally, how... Everyone went from the, the top of the mountain and the excitement of the three wide receivers, the versatility of Antonio Gibson and Carson Wentz showing out with four touchdown passes to week two that basically they're just ready to fire everybody and bring all the old guys back from, from, from uh, Landon Collins to Eric Flowers and all of this. And, and this, team sucks, this team sucks. I don't understand how we went from that to that just in one week. Keep in mind, this is only week two, right? And and yet people are ready to just jump off the bandwagon, and it's just like, give it a few games. As, as you've heard me say, I'm going to give it four games. Right. Give it four games. I mean, if we come out of this first four games being two and two, for example, are you that upset? No, I mean you you much rather have it be three and one, or maybe four and zero, oh, but two and two is a lot better than being zero oh and four, right? And so. I, I don't know. I'm just trying to put it in perspective here, and uh, but man, Twitter, I tell you, boys, some of the people are just well, so negative about yeah. it. Yeah,
0: and and I was I was going to say, you know, I've definitely been upset about a handful of things. I think some of the problem that some of the fans see is it looks like a repeat defensively of what we're suffering through the same time last year. And you you think, okay, we've had another year in the system and coaching and we're healthy at this point, minus minus Chase, we should be playing better. And, and And when you lose, you look to blame somebody. You look to blame the quarterback. You look to blame the defense. You look to blame the coaching. You look to blame somebody. And right now, Jack Del Rio has a huge target on him. But if all of a sudden we shut down... I say shut down. If we control Philadelphia and our offense puts up points like it did the first game and the second half of the second game, man, life in Washington is going to be good. Yeah, everybody's back on the bandwagon, right? The the pendulum sways, and that's that's, that's what you deal with with fans. But let me be
1: clear. I'm certainly not giving the defense a pass here. No, right? not at all. Not I, I'm at not, all. I'm not blind to the fact that I see some of the same things that has plagued this defense past two years. I get it. I 100% get it. But as with anything, there's always a little bit more. For example, right? Our defense didn't didn't have Cam Curl. I'm not saying Cam is the missing piece, but I think he makes a difference. Maybe we don't have six chunk plays against Detroit as we had. Maybe he makes some of those tackles. Case in point, we go against Detroit. We're missing Fadarian Mathis. Fedarian Mathis is supposed to be a key part to our defense. We're missing that. And oh, by the way, guess what? They run the ball up the middle. Who would normally be there? Fadarian Mathis. The backup, Daniel Wise, has a high angle sprain in the first quarter of the game. Now we're back to our third-string guy. One of our defensive end, Casey Tuhill, goes out with a concussion. So all of a sudden, there are other things that are happening that's affecting our already defense, and I understand you can make the point that we should be thin on the depth-wise, and that goes to the coaches. Very much so. But at the same time, we're still missing these guys. So it's going to affect the quality of your defense, and I don't care what team. You can take Dallas, for example. If Dallas start losing their first string, and they're down to the second and third guys, I guarantee you that defense is going to look a little bit different than Dan Quinn is calling. So, So I'm not making excuses. I'm just saying these are facts. We lost guys in the first two weeks of the season to an already thin defensive unit. So if we had had those guys, how much different would we have been against Detroit? So not giving them a pass, just stating some facts here.
0: And with that being said... From an offensive perspective, it was a you know looking back at last week, and I don't I don't want to keep on staying on last week, but you know if you can build off of what you did in the second half, because in the second half we put up twenty seven points, yep, and you can carry that over because in the first game we didn't uh, we we moved the ball very well in the first game, uh, had a couple opportunities where we didn't end up scoring touchdowns but we we were moving the ball uh if you're just looking at stats i know carson i think is in the top 2 or 3 quarterbacks as far as yards Number and two. touchdowns Number and everything uh, again it's early in the season i don't want to overinflate uh, certain numbers when you only have two games worth of numbers but the the offense the offense is, is holding up their side even with a horrible first half correct so as I look forward to Philadelphia, uh, Philadelphia again first NFC East game. They're two and zero. They opened up the season with a with a win against the Lions. They had a, a big lead, and, and the Lions kind of came back later and, and made it a game at the end. And then they they took care of the Vikings pretty well and beat them twenty four to seven last week. That's my man, Kirk. Yeah, Kirk. <laughs> Yeah, the uh, <laughs> m- Mr. Primetime, yeah. you know, primetime failure again, right? Yeah. Oh,
1: my gosh. I mean, it's, that's I, that's I around his people. neck. People's yeah. like, man, I can't believe he did that. I'm like, all you dudes is ask me. I would have told you. I would have told you what to expect from Kirk on Monday night, man. Yeah, I, I
0: don't know that's a, necessarily a Monday night thing, but it, it definitely – you know, He's 0-10 in primetime. Is it 0-10? Is it that – That game that he lost um, on Monday night against
1: Philadelphia – Made him zero ten in primetime. Wow, I did not see that. That is shockingly so yes, bad. When the lights are on, that kid, man. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. So, 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 as far as the national audience is concerned, man, again, the guy's not very good. Right. He doesn't play well on on primetime. Do,
0: do we play the Vikings this year? Uh, primetime by chance? <laughs> we do not. Ah, ah darn it. Anyway, <laughs> but. <laughs> but as you look at Philadelphia, uh, again against the lines, they gave up 35 points, and you think, man, their their defense might not be that might not be that well. Well, then they turn around and hold the Vikings to seven. Of course, it's prime time, Kurt. Prime Kurt. So we don't know if that you know, did their did their defense make an adjustment or was it just primetime time, Kurt? Right. Probably a little both. <laughs> probably Most, both. Probably mostly Kurt, though. Yeah. But, but yeah. yeah. Uh, so, the, so, but their offense is, is moving the ball on both games. Uh, twenty-four points and thirty-eight, and they are first, by the way, in total yards per game. Are they offensively? Okay. Yes. Okay. And one of the things I noticed, I mean, again, thirty-eight points, twenty-four points. They're putting up touchdowns. Their wide receivers—they only have one touchdown. All their touch—all the other touchdowns, I believe, it's six or seven. Okay. Are all on the ground uh, between the the running backs and, and Jalen Hurts? Yes, <laughs> uh, you know it. Uh, they they went and got uh, you know some some wide receivers and 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 made some trades and everything, but they're not killing people through the air nearly all, as much as on the
1: on the ground. So speaking of, I got a stat for you. Yeah, you ready to go along with you saying that? Uh, A lot of their yardage, a lot of their touchdowns are coming in the the run game. Right. So I mentioned a few minutes ago that they are first in total yards per game. When it comes to their run game, they're second at 189 yards a game, second. Right. Here's what's interesting. Their run game consists of two people. Yep. Miles Sanders. Yep. Jalen Hurts. I'm going to read these numbers to you. 30 carries for 176 yards, a 5 yard, 5.9 almost a 6 yard average, one touchdown. That would be their running back. Miles Sanders, yep. Right. 30 carries, 176 yards, a 6 yard average, scored one touchdown. The quarterback, 28 carries versus 30, 147 yards this season. The running back is averaging 5.9. The quarterback is averaging 5.3, and it scored three rushing touchdowns. He's got more rushing touchdowns than their starting running back, almost the same average, and roughly about less than 30 yards difference. Correct. So their running game consists of their quarterback and their running back. Correct. And then the quarterback is almost outperforming
0: their running back. And. Which uh, tells you go they're going to run the ball. No doubt. No doubt. They. they it's been successful at this point. Why? Why stop? And it, this is this is the most concerning part of the game for me when I when I look at Washington because some injuries that we have on the defensive line and our linebackers are, are weak and whether I know Jalen Hurts, some of his runs are from uh designed plays but some of them are are broken plays correct and it's the broken plays that really concern me because normally it's your linebackers that are picking that up and again our linebackers i don't think anybody in washington has true out and out confidence in them right so that that's a big concern of jalen hurts just picking up big yards uh, so I'm not going to stat you to death here, yeah. but I got a stat for you. So we
1: just mentioned their offense is second in rushing yards per game at 189. Yep. Our run defense is 28th. Right. 28th out of 32. So had given up 157 per game. So to your point, if, if our defense doesn't get it together. Oh, last week was bad. On yes. Sunday and control their run game. It's gonna be a long night, a long day, I should say. Well, I
0: think even when we look at strengths and weaknesses from Philadelphia's game, and and, and you'll get this from uh, Philadelphia fans, the, the the biggest concern for Philadelphia fans isn't Jalen Hurts running; it's just throwing. You know, hey, but he's
1: he's he's looked good throwing.
0: He's look good throwing, but, but I I understand. But when when you when you are holding people to his credit, when you're holding people in because of your ability to run, it helps the pass game. I get it. It, it definitely helps. I get it. But but, but he's doing it. But I, I I I would want him to beat us with his arm, just like we did wanted with golf last week, right? Golf didn't. I mean, his numbers were okay. He was he was the we let him be a bus driver is what I like to say, right? Mm-hmm. A- and yep the way the uh run game was and, and some a few big plays passing wise was the was the the difference in the game if we can we're not going to stop Jalen Hurts right he's going he's going to break plays and 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 do things but if we can contain him and limit him from a defensive perspective i think we're going to be okay, okay. It, uh, and I'm not saying we're going to do it. I'm saying well, we that's a challenge. we need to. We if need to, and we're going to, to go. try to yes. win this game.
1: And so, do you know what their what their offense is ranked passing? We'll take a guess. Uh guessing wise, it's, it's, I would. It's after two games. So, yeah. where, where do they rank offensively For, in terms of yards per per game on the
0: passing side? I, I'm just going to go. Just, just I it. mean, AJ Brown is have, is having a good game. Is having a good season. <sighs> Ten, eleven. Seventh. Seventh. Okay, a little bit higher than I expected. Yeah, yeah. And so,
1: to, so just like their running game is is just predicated at this point on two guys, Jalen Hurts quarterback, Miles Sanders running back, the passing game is consisted of primarily one guy. And a tight end. E, well, I, I looked it up. And so 21 targets to A.J. Brown, and the second – the second most targeted person on offense is Devontae Smith at eleven. so a j brown is getting twice as number of targets as their other wide receiver so that so the tight end is probably third. I didn't look. I okay. just want to look at the receivers right so twenty one targets versus eleven
0: thus far through two games. so clearly he's throwing the ball to a j brown right and I, and I don't know the targets to the tight end uh is it Dallas goddard Goddard. Um, but he, he has 142 yards from a tight end perspective. So what is that? Roughly, uh, 71 yard average. So not bad for a tight end to when, when you have AJ Brown getting averaging, was that 112 yards a game again, just two games, but yeah, but they're feeding
1: AJ Brown. Is the point Absolutely. I was trying to make they're Absolutely. feeding AJ Brown Yeah.
0: from a wide receiver perspective. His numbers are stand out far and above everybody else's that's correct, that's Min- correct. minus the tight end yes that's correct yeah so so that's philly yes that's philly but
1: we play offense too yes we do right we have a pretty good quarterback i know some people would disagree i think we got a pretty good quarterback
0: you, you might you might even get a little debate in uh in philly
1: nah i don't care what philly thinks
0: no no, no but i mean there, there were people that there's, there's people that gave up on him. Don't get me wrong. But there were people that wanted to keep Carson around when when he was gone. But Okay. Well, he's not but, there no but more. But it doesn't matter. He's, he's not there no more.
1: But we got him. We got him. And I'm not ready to get into the I told you so um, um, side of things yet because it's still early. Still early. Still early. But I will say I've seen enough through two games that makes me feel pretty good about who we have behind center. Also, we have some wide receivers, Ken. We finally got some wide receivers, not just one, where they can roll the defense to one guy and force the other guys to kind of step up and try to beat you. We have some weapons. And with those weapons means that we have a pretty good offense as well. I mentioned earlier that when it comes to total yards per game, Philly is number one. We're number six,
0: right? And that's with with a half that we did nothing.
1: That's with the half, we didn't do nothing. That's with a a quarter and a half, we didn't do anything in week one against Jacksonville. Right? And we're six. So Philly's got to stop us too. Right. Okay? And then that doesn't include what Antonio and J.D. McKissick could possibly do. Um, God, this is a game I certainly wish we had Brian Robinson. Right? Kind of control the clock and do some things there. But I mentioned that from a passing perspective, Philly is ranked seventh, which was a little higher than you you thought. Right, we're second. Right, we're second in passing. So we have an offense, and Philly is going to have to be able to stop us. Okay, they're going to stop us too, Ken. Sure. So we'll see. I want to. Um, I'm very curious to see what kind of game plan that Scott Turner puts together. Um, uh, for this team, I hope they learned a little bit from the Detroit game because we know that Philly will blitz. Mm-hmm. And if nothing else, everybody knows the NFL is a copycat lead. So until Washington can prove that they can handle that type of pressure, then, then they're going to have to be able to offset the blitz and the pressure that Philly will probably bring. Because Philly has a pretty good defense. Correct. Regardless of what their correct. rankings are, correct, right? They have some good def- defensive linemen. They have their their corners with Slay and uh, Bradbury. I mean, they have have a pretty good defensive squad. Good so, draft. Oh yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So they're gonna have to they're gonna have to come and, and hopefully we we force them um, to play hard, play well, and and have to earn it all. And they realize
0: we came to play. Yeah, I I totally agree. I think looking at this game. It's almost role reversal how Washington would like to play in past years. I think this is a game where Philadelphia would like to slow the game down with ball control, running it, and Washington potentially would like to open this up and get out to the races. Okay. Uh, and, And it's both teams leveraging their strengths right now, you know, as as we've said or as you've already s- said, um we don't have one wide receiver. We have three wide receivers. Uh Logan Thomas is, has been doing well. Yeah, I didn't even mention Logan. Right. And then you know, we were ha- so happy when McKissick came back and he has played and done well, but he hasn't been hitting the big plays. It's been you know, out of the backfield, it's been um uh, Curtis, Samuel, and Gibson. Gibson or Samuels. So there, there's there's weapons abound, and, and I think, you know, that's not, I'm not trying to give a knock on McKissick. It's just the ball is moving around so much if, to your point, as long as the team is prepared for the all-out blitzes and the pressure to get the ball out, throw it out in the flat, throw some slants, you know, some quick drops, some you know, double pumps to get them going and, and then let it go and, and let the receiver run under it where the safety um, uh, can't get over there. Um, those types of things to prepare, I think offensively, we're going to be in good shape.
1: Yeah, yeah, no doubt. But I will say this, though. Um, we're going to need a uh, a better, better production out of the running backs um, in this game. Um, against Detroit, it wasn't very good. Right. Um
0: from a running game perspective. From a run yes. from a run game perspective. Yes, um
1: Carson Wentz is a good play action quarterback. We're gonna have to make sure we get we stay out of second and long, third and long. We have to get some chunk plays. Um by any means necessary, whether screen or whatever we do, we have to get into the second and short, third and short, and play action can be uh a vital weapon for us um in, in this game. Um I think another big factor here that you cannot quantify as a play caller or or even um, in terms of running plays, and that is I think Carson is will have to keep his emotions in check, especially early on. Early on, yeah. Um, pl- play within the system. Uh, not try to play hero ball because this is against Philly and that type of thing. Um, I have no doubt uh, that the kid's nerve is going be be a little high. the adrenaline will be a little oh, high yeah, yeah. Um, and rightfully so. Mm-hmm. I mean hell, I'm nervous for him right I want to win for the guy right I, I think it's, it's been very it's been uh, documented that Carson has been slammed um, through the media um, and even by some of his former uh, former fans, I should say not so much as teammates but certainly fans. So I'm pulling for the guy, and I really, really hope. That, you mean
0: you mean Philly fans turned on one of their own? <laughs>
1: exactly.
0: I, that doesn't sound like Philly. Yeah. <laughs> and, and so and so, but 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 with that though, I'm really
1: pulling for the guy, and I hope hope he plays well here. But I think early on, getting him to calm down, keep his emotions in check, and playing within the system, um, uh, I think would be key early on. Right. And, and I'm really hoping that uh, that that they can somehow scheme up some plays or do something to get the offense and maybe go down and get some quick score right away to kind of get the game and get everybody calmed down early
0: on. Right. Right. And I think one of the keys to that, and I mentioned it during the game last week is if I've had a criticism for Carson so far this year. And, and again, most people know that if if you've listened to more than one of these podcasts, um, I've been – I was apprehensive about Carson and his success here. So far, he's proved me wrong. That's an understatement, Ken. So far, he's proved me wrong. It's an understatement. It, it's my <laughs> statement. I'll make it however I want. Okay? Ooh, he said – would you say you've been underwhelmed? Is that what you said? No, no, no. Well, initially about him being on the team, I don't know what I said, Reggie. Well, it wasn't a good I, word. It, it was it, – <laughs> It was it was the perfect word, whatever it was.
1: Oh
0: my god! Ladies and gentlemen, rewind that and, and, and let me know. Oh, <laughs> well, they already. Anyway, anyway, they probably had the reaction I. The I've MIT. been critical. I was critical yes. of him. Yes, preach. Before he played, but have have I not been honest and open about his playing since the year has started? I've said minimal negative. I've actually given him credit. He's done a good job. But here's the but. Oh the area that I think that he needs to improve on at this point is his accuracy in the short game. He's had some misses that were just flat-out bad throws at five to seven yards, and you just got to hit those in stride. So, for sure, he he certainly has missed
1: some open, some open receivers in the short game, right? I can't argue that. He's not going to be perfect. I've always maintained that Carson, even with his his shortcomings, the warts and things, you're going to get what you get with the guy, and that's part of it. I've just always maintained that even with that, he was always going to be an upgrade and better than anything that we've had in a very, very long time. Sure. So, yeah, it sucks. It sucks to see him just miss a guy wide open, and we're like, oh, you know, I mean, it's like, come on, man. But then he makes up for it some kind of way. I mean, at this point, again – the way he's playing thus far, I'm okay with it, man. I'll, I'll take the good and the bad. I mean, hopefully he'll get better with his pocket presence. Yeah, and like absolutely. he, like he, he ran into a sack against Detroit where he didn't realize the guy was behind him. And and to your point, he missed some guys open, man. And, but but and and, Car- and and that's and that's, and that's yeah, picking a little he's, bit. He's, I get it. He's
0: been he's been playing well. And and the, one of the reasons why I'm saying that is because the receivers that we have if you hit them in stride on that 5 and 7 yard route depending on the route that they're running you know one miss or or if somebody just has a slight slip and any of the three can break it and take it oh for sure for so, sure so and and that's what i want to see i think the opportunities will be there not only in Philadelphia against Philadelphia i should say but in other games this year and if he can just start just a, a little bit more precise on on what are fairly easy throws, it's easy for me to say because I don't have these linemen all in my face, but if you can start hitting those on a more regular basis, I think we're going to really sure. we're, we're going to see the offense go to another level. Well, we need
1: touchdowns instead of field goals. Yes. I think sustained drives, uh, meaning 10-play drives, four- or five-minute drives, ending in points. Obviously, we hope there'll be touchdowns instead of field goals. Those types of things we win this game, right? But but we have to be able to execute that. Short plays turns in to keep the chains moving, first downs, second and short, third and short, first down, chunk play, everything's ending in some type of points, right? We can't go in this lull where the offense is three and out or like in against week one against Jacksonville where we go where we're just having to getting no points and so we're punting the ball. We, we need trust Way on the sideline this game. Right. Tress Wade needs to be on the sideline. We only need to see Joey Sly. Right? That's it. I don't right, want to see right, Tress Wade. Right. And I like Tres, But I need Tress on the sideline. And I need to see more of Joey Sly on the, in this game on Sunday. Right. But one positive has been um, Cam Curl practiced. Right? Yep. That should be a good return to the, uh, to, to the defense. I'm not saying he's going to be the savior. But it's a positive. It is certainly a positive. Having uh, one of your starter starting uh, defensive players back on, in this game, so so hopefully that turns out to be
0: something good as well. Yeah, we want obviously we want everybody to get back. Uh, this will be week three after week four. Some of the people, and I'm not saying they're going to be back, but some of the people that we put on the IR that had to be out for four weeks could be, be eligible coming in, to return, right? Uh, depending on 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 their their progress, so. If we don't have any major injuries coming up on offense and defense, we could both be, be getting Im- improvement with, uh, with a couple starters or, or key players coming back. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah, for sure. One,
1: of, one other key point for me in this game is going to be the continuation. I'm not going to say they need to do it because they certainly need to do it, but it's been the continuation, which, which I'm implying, that they've been doing it through the first two weeks of the game. And that is the discipline – mush rush or lane assignments that they're rushing as one unit by the defensive line. Our linebackers haven't been cleaning up the way they should, but I will say that in both week one and week two, with our defensive front rushing as a unit, was able to create some pressure on the uh, quarterback. And in this case, it's keeping containment on Jalen Hurts. And when he does escape out of the pocket, which he will, let's let's, let's, let's not pretend that he won't, but when he does, then that's where our linebackers and safeties need to be able to run up and make that tackle. We can't have this guy running thirty yards down the field right. because someone has broken their lane assignment and he's gotten out and broken containment and he's off to the races.
0: Conti- yes. Continue to rush at, with with the discipline. Right, Rush is the wall, not one person seven yards up and one person, you know, at the line of scrimmage. Correct, correct. You know, or two, you know, two up and two back. You know, Hertz is going to. He'll eat us up all day yeah, long. Yeah, he, he would run, love to see that. He'll run right through that. Yeah, and he, that
1: feeds right into what what they do as correct. we mentioned when it comes to the to the run game. They're second
0: in yards per game. Right. I mean, to your point, I just did the math while you were talking there. Uh, Miles Sanders and Jalen Hurts combined are over 200 I'm sorry, over 160 yards a game averaging just those two guys. That's it. So so yeah. we got we got yeah. to control it. So again, yeah. the defense Defensive line rushing as
1: a unit, man, will be huge, huge, huge key to this game. Absolutely, absolutely.
0: Uh, is it that time, Reg? <laughs> I think it's that time, Ken. Reg, why, why do you always come at it like that? Why is it always that, that attitude and that approach, man? You know, come on, man. You know, you know the, brother. brother. The, the fans want it, man. Oh, Reggie. What's your name? What's your number? Reggie, I'm going to go ahead and let you go first. It's uh, I think I went first last week. Huh. Uh, you want me to go first? Huh? Okay. Um, you, I mean, ladies and gentlemen can't see the look on his face, but he—I don't think he has a number yet. not nah, I, 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 I got a number. I got a number. Okay, okay. Uh, I'm—I'm I'm torn with this number, um,
1: because I'm concerned for obvious reasons. I mean, mm-hmm. I'm just sure. Just in, you know, in, Philly's in, a good yeah, team. Philly's a good team. They've looked great the first two weeks. We've had some shortcomings the first two weeks, so therefore, just. On that alone makes you nervous. Absolutely. Sure. Right. But then there's the other side of me that says it's a division game, man. And we've we've been in come into games like this where everyone has said we're gonna lose. You know, I go back to the game you and I were at, Ken, when Colt McCoy. On Monday night, all of our QBs are down. Third,
0: Col- third string quarterback.
1: Yeah, Coke comes in Monday night, and it's pretty much everybody's already picked the Cowboys to win this game, and we pull it out, right? And there's others where sure, we just, sure. was, you know, we weren't supposed to. Uh, I think we went to Seattle um, a few years ago. Hurt. Everybody on the on the team is hurt. They pull out the win, right? Yep. yep. We we go up and we beat uh, the undefeated Pittsburgh Steelers. Um, team in Pittsburgh was This, was the, this was the COVID game Right, right? We're just a regular old team And we go up They're undefeated And man They're going to run us out of, the, out of the empty stadium Right Because nobody in nobody In the, in the stadium that, that game Right So there's been times Where everyone Had counted us out And yet we still Pulled it out But And then this is a, Again a division game That We could show up And man And show out So because of that That's going to Outweigh my fear of what I've seen the past two weeks. So my number is going to be positive. Okay. It's not overly positive.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I, 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 I thought maybe we were going to get carried away there, yeah. but go, so but go my ahead, number, My
1: number is going to be positive, but not overly. So I'm going to give this confidence number here six and a half, Ken. Six and a half. Six and a half. Wow.
0: Wow, okay. I'm, I'm, I'm concerned.
1: Okay. That's, not a bad, that's not a bad number I'm for con- Philadelphia. I'm concerned. <clears throat> I'm going to be honest. I got a lot of concerns, but... I'm going
0: to go with a six and a half. Yeah, I'm going to be honest. That's that's a solid number playing against Philadelphia in 2-0 Philadelphia. I'm just going to tell you my my mood and my number has changed since I left the house to come to the knucklehead studio today. All right, let me, let me hear this. Uh, my, my number was always positive, but it was barely positive. And as we've talked through this and I've looked at some of the numbers since we've been here in the studio, done some analyzation, my number has moved up a little bit. Okay. That's a whole lot of BS to oh. get to the point that my number, oh. not quite as high as yours, oh. is at a six. Okay. All right. And, and, and I had that number before you gave me your six and a half. That's, I, that's I, fair. I, initially, I that's I, fair. So uh, I I was thinking I was going to be right about at a five, five and a half coming over here. And you know what? I talked you up. You didn't talk me up. (laughs) (laughs) I talked him up. (laughs) I I, I think what I, I'll be honest. I think that. I started giving you those data, those games. I I think, I think our offense is going to end up putting pressure on Philadelphia and we're going to be scoring and it's going to take Philadelphia out of the game so they're not going to be able to run it as much they're going to have to pass and that's going to be a bigger weakness than ours okay and and if our defense can play a halfway decent game doesn't have to play great but get some stops get some key stops you know third and long stops rather than giving up a third and 8 you mean we're don't be
1: in good shape. You mean don't don't throw the ball to the running back. He falls on the ground, gets up and still uh-huh. scores a touchdown. You mean I, I don't I don't know what you're talking about there, Reg. <laughs> you mean those kinds of plays? We're 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 in week three now, Reg. No, I'm just trying to understand the type of play but you don't want to give up. A, that'd
0: be a good example.
1: Good example of the kind of play that uh, we don't want to give up. I, and and I'm with you. I'm with you. So I, again, I think if they listen to us. Listen to what we're saying and some of the things that we think they should do and should not do. Right. All pretty obvious, if if I might add. Not 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 um, the knuckleheads no. <laughs> these aren't these aren't earth shattering ideas here. But but at the end of the day, man,
0: if they do these things, I think we'll be fine. Yeah, like I said I've, I think this is this is going to be a, a, a different dynamic for Washington fans in this game, and it, and it may be a pattern as Carson and the offense gets into more and more of a rhythm you know before we'd always looked at our defense having to be better because our offense was lacking i think our offense will take some pressure off the defense in this game i think they're going to push the pace they're going to push the scoring and give philadelphia more than they more than they're bargaining for i hope so because at the end of the day i feel like this game
1: will be won and lost with our defense against their offense I think that's going to be the difference in the game. Not to say that our offense is not going to put pressure on their defense, but I think this game will be won and lost for us on whether or not our defense can put together a decent game and contain their running game. I'm not simply saying that they should shut them down, but force them to drive the field, force them to earn all the yards, earn all the points that they get instead of just giving them these easy chunk plays and just allowing their offense to, to, quote unquote, pun intended, run up and down the field. Right. And, and so if they can yeah. if they can kind of control that a little bit, to me that is going to determine whether or not we win because I think our offense is going to be okay. To your point, but on the defensive side for Washington, they have to allow and not let these guys put up hundred and sixty yards right. averages you're talking about on the ground. We got to make them earn. Drop these averages. Both of these guys are averaging over five yards a carry. Let's cut that in half. Yeah, if if Jalen can –
0: I mean, he's going to pick up a few first downs with his legs, right? Yeah, that's his game. But but third and longs, you know, third and 10, third and nine, and he picks it up with – those are kind of like the backbreaker type of things. Not only did you pick up the first down, but just, you know, emotionally, you're like, man, I covered that guy. I did everything up to this point, and here's the quarterback that squeaks out and – and, yep, and, yep. and I couldn't get to him because I'm 20 yards down covering, you know, I'm I'm running stride for stride with uh, A.J. Brown. Yeah, Um sure. So, anyway, uh, with, with that being said, I think we're going to pull off the wind Rich. Okay. I don't – <laughs> I'm not as
1: confident, Ken. Yeah. I'm not as confident. But, boy, I'll be there. Yeah. I'll be there. I'll be cheering. I'll be um, yelling and screaming and, uh, man, just – this, this would be a great bounce-back game for let's, us. Let's get it, man.
0: Let's you get know, it. You know, this would
1: be a great bounce-back game for us, and I think it'll allow people to put the uh, Detroit game in the rearview mirror for sure. So that that's our take. We love to hear from you guys. You know, again, for all of you guys on Twitter, you know, we love interacting with you. Make sure you continue to follow and share and if all those types if you're, of things. If you're
0: on Twitter, give us your number. Yeah, yeah, give us your number. G- give us. Your, we'll have your name. Give us your number. <laughs> so,
1: and we're on Twitter. That's at the two knuckleheads. That's D-A, the number two, and knuckleheads. And uh, give us a shout, man. Give us, a, as Ken said, give us your number. So that's all we got, man. Unless you got anything else, Ken, we're going to wrap this up. And I'm going to tell as always, peace out. Peace out, knuckleheads.